What is consciousness? The live stream of consciousness is on a quest to unravel the mysteries of existence. Every episode, we ask the fundamental question that has captivated human minds for centuries. Is consciousness merely a product of our brains or does it connect us to something greater? Explore the very fabric of our thoughts. Don't miss a moment. Expand your awareness and tap into the boundless potential that resides within you. Welcome to the live stream of consciousness. Hello and welcome to the live stream of consciousness. Uh, you made it. I made it. This is the happiest place on the internet. Um, I know that's a large, bold claim to make. But it is, for me, certainly the happiest place on the internet. And I'm the one who's saying that. So from my perception, it is the happiest place on the internet. It's my happy place definitely for the week. Uh, each week, I make sure I'm here to be here with you guys and to talk to my guests and have some amazing uh, conversations. Um, and uh, so here we are. And let me explain to you how that works. So for me, my perception, it's the happiest place on the internet. For some of my viewers, I know it is. I know uh, Lily's out there. What's up, Lily? Ninja Kitty. It's she's told me that uh, she's the. Uh, this is the happiest place for her. So for her, it's the happiest place. So combined, we kind of grow the idea that it's the happiest place on the internet. And I guess as people subscribe to that idea and find it to be the happiest place on the internet, it will become the happy happiest place on the internet. Uh, I know it's your happy place, Lily. Thank you so much for saying that and sharing it. And I did get um, a message from you today. Thank you so much for sending me a message. Just appreciating my uh, last week's tribute to you uh, with the Ninja Kitty AI and that you've been uh, playing with AI is, is very good to hear. Um, and uh, you said something else in the message I wanted to address um, oh, you know, you 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 talked about just having a rough time and that it really meant it lifted up your day. Um, and I just wanted to say about having a rough time with the circumstances that you mentioned are external and things that you that you enjoyed were going into AI and creating and that's internal. You're creating. So there's the power of that. Right. The things that are internal that you have control over are going to bring you joy and don't let those other things bring you down. Um, so I just wanted to thank you for that amazing note today. And uh, thank you for always being here, Ninja Kitty. It's very awesome. So um, I am super duper excited tonight uh, because I have some guests on my show that are doing some really amazing, amazing things that I want to talk about. But they're also just two of my favorite humans, two people that it's like when you, when you vibrate on the same vibration, you know, you just know that you resonate with those people. And, uh, I, they were on, uh, Janice's show last night and it was just so much fun to watch because the vibe was so awesome. The, the love was there. The authenticity was there. We talk about that a lot. And, uh, it was just amazing to, to see. And, uh, I'm excited to, create that here tonight. Um, so uh, I'm going to introduce uh, two people who have been on my show both individually uh, before, um, but together they they make a more powerful entity. Uh, and I'm talking, of course, about Cody Blue Snyder and Tanya Dahl, uh, collectively, collectively known now as Acid for Squares. 
who had an amazing day today. So I'm excited to even get the conversation going. So welcome to the show, Cody and Tanya. How are you guys doing? Yes, we're hey, trying to mess with our. Let's see, we're trying to see if our mic. Here oh, we go. Wait. Yeah, I hear you. No, All right, is wait, this better? Is this we better? got the sure, the sure mic. Is this working now? You sound wonderful. Awesome. Okay, cool. And you've got these now. amazing rays of light coming down. Yeah, on I don't know on? what's going on here. Yeah. All right, it's just, it's it, just, it's the way it's supposed to be. It's awesome. I love it. Zin, thank you for the lovely introduction. I know, you're the, feeling, the feeling's mutual. <laughs> It's nice to see. Look, look at what you got. Look how you've evolved. I love your whole Hello. setup. It looks like a. It does. It looks like you're in some sort of like portal. Uh, you know, I am. I'm. I'm in a portal to my happy place. This is my happy place on the internet. It's like. Love it. Oh man, we're happy to be with you in your happy place. Yeah, happy place too. Yeah. Awesome. Um. So I got so much to talk about with you guys. Um. I'm so excited. Normally the show's an hour. I don't know what, what kind of time you guys have. Just tell me one thing because I was thinking about this as I was waiting for you, and you guys were like, you know, I knew you were going to be here, but I'm like. I wonder if I'm taking them away. Like, is your whole family together right now? And you guys left just to be on the show? So it's it's a it's a little more complicated than that. So what Zin's Good. referring to is is my brother, our you know her brother in law is you know sister in law <laughs> just had a baby that had a little emergency C section today. Very interesting because she's a doula. She's a very naturopathic spiritual. She wanted woman. an at home birth, completely natural, everything, and it just kind of everything just didn't work out the baby was too big all this sort of stuff baby too and big record level big had a good yeah. the hospital the hospital was like they said it was 22 inches which is the longest like it tiered with the longest uh reported baby at the hospital the baby i don't think i've ever even heard of a baby 22 inches yeah wild, i know wild yeah and they and it's so interesting as we're sitting here going like why is this happening to her this is someone who's so studied no it's her first child she's yeah. a doula she knows everything about it but you know i feel like it's just like a lesson in like you know, it's that Mike surrender. Yes, yeah, surrender. <laughs> it's it's that Mike Tyson quote. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. You know, That's and right. and you know, and uh, and everybody's journey is different. And you know, it doesn't make you any less than if you're doing that home birth or you're in the ICU right. or C-section. It's you a know. great a great way to look at it. Absolutely, yeah. totally, totally. So we'll end up but seeing her tomorrow. The answer. That's a big is, baby. It is. That's a big baby. <laughs> the answer is is that. Only three at a time in the hospital room. So it all worked out and they've been okay. up for days. So it, it all, you know, we, we have the space and it all worked out exactly. But thank yeah, you sure for did. being so considerate. Yeah. We'll sure. see them. Tomorrow. Well, I, I, one thing is the consideration, but the other thing is the fear of the wrath of the Snyder energy, because <laughs> that Snyder family, the, the, the family energy is so amazing and powerful. And like, you know, of course you've got D at the helm. So, you know, I mean, I just didn't want to piss anybody off. That's it's all, all love. Yeah, it's all love, Zin. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, you will never experience the wrath, I, at least of the Snyders. I can't. Yeah. My father's a whole other story. He's, <laughs> he operates on his own. So. I, yeah, you know what? I've talked about it before, and and you know, Jesse started this show with me, and and you know, I just have so much admiration for your family as a unit and as individuals it's just it's just really phenomenal and and as it grows and people become a part of that they are also tanya you're just phenomenal you know it's amazing thanks and i feel yeah. the same yeah. she, she's the best love her yeah she's a, she's, a, she's a real one we should get married she's, or something i know right? <laughs> yeah. no, she's a she, yeah she's a hippie punk like the rest of us totally yeah. I love it. I love it. You guys are your own genre, and and it's, it's like I was saying, there's there's so much authenticity, and and I think that's just. I want to talk to you about uh, the podcast that you got coming up uh, in, in a bit. We'll talk about that, but 
so I've I've asked you guys uh, on the show individually the the live live stream of consciousness. You know, prerequisite: what is consciousness? Um, and I was trying to think. Okay, I know that you never stand in the same river twice, so I could ask you the same question and get a different answer. You know, just a little bit with a new a new twist to it, right? But today's situation made me think about maybe putting a little twist on that question and what do you think consciousness is in relationship to a new life on this planet like like where does this all fall into play what is consciousness in regards to the new snyder baby well i mean the thing is is that you know we know that children are in the theta state until around seven years old so they're building their subconscious mind so they don't actually even understand themselves for quite some time. Mm -hmm. So the idea of like them actually being like conscious, like aware of themselves would be, I feel like near impossible, but maybe that's not true because we might not know about newborns. Newborns might actually be because they're like directly from the source. Maybe they are just mm -hmm. right. very open and conscious and aware and they're coming in from a past life going, wait, I just got murdered by a, <laughs> my samurai sword and now I'm here and what? I'm covered in goo? Yeah, like, you know, I, I actually think that's actually a really interesting point and we probably talked about this last time, but consciousness itself, at least to me or to us, you know, is awareness itself. And, you know, I think the awareness, I'm sorry, wait, awareness itself, not awareness of self. No. Okay. Awareness of self is the illusion that's programmed into us. Consciousness itself is essentially the natural state of being. And at least how we sort of operate is sort of, there's only one universal truth, which is all is one, one is all, and everything else is a gradient of distortion, essentially getting away from that one central universal truth. And that's sort of how the dimensions are created. That's what whatever this illusion of separation we're in is such a distant pocket of, you know, call it God, call it source, where essentially we forgot that we're connected and we're living in this illusion of separation where everything we experience is separate, but we now know at a quantum level is all connected. So, I mean, if you want to say bring a new life into the world, I mean, me and Tanya, we're constantly talking about bringing a new life into this world so and it's i think it's our, it. it's our it central out. like conversation i think yeah. so we can't you know well, one and i think i think we're most concerned around the cultural programming and having mm -hmm. to watch them go through the journey of be programmed shed the programming go through that hardship but at the same time you know yeah so i think right would you agree that consciousness is awareness itself or do you believe you know or or is uh what do you get? I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like a person can like is conscious, is aware, aware, being aware of your awareness. So it's being aware that you're aware but right. that there's somebody else driving this and this like little meat suit. Right. Yeah. I think consciousness is essentially a non-denominational secular understanding of, of spirit. So spirit is consciousness. Consciousness is the term that we give spirit, you know, in the Western world. And that's how we essentially divest it of its religiosity so we can actually like put it on the table and take it apart. So, I mean, like it's essentially just this energetic life force, this universal Wi-Fi that you're either connected to, you're not connected to. And yeah. Wait. Well, explain that. How would you not be connected to it? So it's the illusion of self. So the ego itself disconnects us. So, I mean, it's, it's very simple. Like I, for me, at least, like things have kind of become a binary uh, of connection or disconnect. Actually, we spoke about it on Janice's podcast. You know, mm -hmm. love 
is the all, only love is real. All we need is love. I love you. You know, that's the word we use for connection. It's the mm -hmm. feeling of connection. That's mm -hmm. so the, all those other frequencies, whether it's shame, doubt, fear, guilt, jealousy, those are the things that disconnect us. Mm -hmm. And predominantly it's the ego itself that disconnects us from essentially the greater whole. So, oh, I mean, right. so, you know, it's all, all disease comes from essentially this stagnant energetic stagnation that happens when you essentially psycho-spiritually disconnect yourself from nature, from the other, from, mm -hmm. from, you know, from, from other, from the other parts of God consciousness, whatever you want to call it. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? After <laughs> <laughs> every time you call Cody, Cody's little rants, he goes, wait, did that make sense? <laughs> I love how giddy you guys Check are. It, and, and checking I in. Love, I love it. No, no. You, you make a, a lot of sense and it's very interesting uh, because I think I wrote down a couple of things. I I've been really, uh, I'm very interested in these conversations, right? That stimulate you to think about humanity and what's going on and, and, and consciousness and, and all of this stuff. So I've been listening to, I mean, I, I had listened to Russell Brand for years and Joe Rogan and all of those, right. but now there's, you know, now there's Jordan Peterson and Matt Walsh and these people who I wouldn't think I would find engaging, but I am finding very engaging, uh, Lex Friedman, um, and I just saw uh, Bishop Robert Barron, uh, who's a religious leader, who was, man, I want to hear, I'm going to look up his stuff, because just listening to this guy talk, you're like, you see the connection between religion and spirituality and yeah. and this deeper understanding, you know, of of love, because religion, it gets a bad rap. And and rightfully so, you know, there's a lot of reasons that it gets a bad rap and, and well earned. Um, but there are also a lot of really beautiful things about religion, right, that the, that they're supposed to be yeah. based on. So at the very least, it creates community. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for me, I struggled for a long time and I've spoken about this with the word God, right? There's mm -hmm. so, there's so much packed into that word from, from word. yeah, there's so much <laughs> packed into it, but he was talking about defining God and it, it just understanding God on a different level. And it totally relates to what you were just saying about consciousness. And almost my question is almost like, well, is consciousness itself God? Because yes. you're talking about that. Yes. And if we, subscribe to okay there is a piece of god in me and that consciousness that runs this meat suit that you're talking about is that piece of god then consciousness is god right totally yes. so yes so i so cody and i both like we work with entheogenic plants and stuff like that and we do we learn how to channel and whatever and so something that has been told to me sorry if the there, there's like a siren going on up outside that's okay um something has been told to me is that how like the dimensions work and how everything works is literally source consciousness breaks itself to experience mm -hmm. itself without knowing that it is God broken off. Mm -hmm. And then once it figured out, figures out it's God, then it breaks itself off and then so forth and so forth until it oh. figures itself out. So each dimension is the one that creates the dimension below it for higher levels of learning. And so mm. we're in the third dimension, which is God god experiencing itself it's experiencing itself so it's three mm -hmm. you experience it from the third dimension mm -hmm. and so um 
<laughs> well, so, 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 you know, I mean, yeah, you're getting into the makeup of the dimensions. I mean, I mean, one of the things I, and I'd add to Well, because, that, it, oh, sorry, because that's, sorry, that's it, because God is consciousness, because that's the single source. The single source, right, single right. Source the source of it all, yeah. The other ones, right. Yeah, so yeah. this is, this is very fascinating, you know, I mean, you're asking essentially, is consciousness God itself? I think one of the fascinating things, being someone who was raised atheist and agnostic and, you know, inadvertently stumbled down the medicine path and this like awakening path. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just trying to get a grip, a, a grip on my mental health right. from being mm -hmm. on pharmaceutical meds for ADHD for so long. Mm -hmm. And the, one of the first things that happens is reality itself, especially if you're in nature, if you're in essentially a fictionalized you know you're in an apartment yeah. and everything's fake if you're in nature and you're doing working with entheogenic medicines in a proper setting shamanically dieted properly which pretty much means you don't have anything in your system uh or just plants uh reality looks back at you all of a sudden first you see the vibration everything's vibrating mm -hmm. and you're like oh wait i know that from science that everything is essentially molecules vibrating and then the next thing that kind of happens is everything sort of becomes eyes, eyeballs <laughs> and then you're it's the as real as you're looking back at me it's mm -hmm. re reality conscious is it, consciousness is looking back at you yeah. and mm -hmm. you sort of realize holy shit I am in God. I'm mm -hmm. a part of God. It's and all, all, all yeah. my sickness and suffering is coming from thinking I am separate mm -hmm. from God. Mm -hmm. So God itself essentially is a non-physical form. It is, it is, right. a, it, it is a, what's the, it's antimatter. You know, it is the, the quartz of energy, the quantum energy that is, that makes up or manifest as the physical material we experience in this right, reality. Right, right, so right. The thing is, is that energy, everyone calls it something different. So, so with the zero point field, unified field, uh, uh, vril, prana, chi, uh, call it energy, call it whatever you want, the vibe, mm -hmm. that energy is inherently intelligent. How we perceive the intelligent energy is essentially a self-organizing principle. All of nature right. are self-organizing principles. It comes off as magnetic. Essentially, right. what we view as magnetism is essentially intelligent infinity populating and essentially finding flows of energy no matter what, what pockets of density or separation happen. This is a long-winded way of saying that, yes, God is consciousness. Mm -hmm. We are God or a part of God mm -hmm. uh, experiencing an illusion of separation and an illusion of limitedness. Uh, which is the cause of a lot with pretty much all of this suffering. That's why all ancient spiritual practices are about dissolving the ego, dissolving the sense of self, mm -hmm. serving the whole instead of the self. To bring so yourself back to the source consciousness that mm -hmm. you are. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so, I mean, the, the answer to your question is yes, but the only other thing I think, which is fascinating, you know, is that we, we both have some like religious trauma, like mm -hmm. growing up in the world and seeing problems with I feel like we all do in the West. <laughs> right. And I, I literally had, once I, once I came to so many of these realizations, I, I used to go and sit in churches and just for Sunday Saturday, to, to, to get to sit through the discomfort so I could face my, mm -hmm. uh, my prejudice wow. against religions. Right, but right, right. a long winded way of saying, so what's the problem with religion outside of their distortion? It's more that it, it separates the individual from spirit. Yeah. You know, from God. It says God is outside of yourself and we Absolutely. only through us you can get there as opposed to which is so crazy, right? That 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 they've even gotten away with that and that yeah. and that the base the truth of religion is so opposite that, you know. It's yes. it's, it's it's really crazy. You said <laughs> excuse me, you said so 
many things that I want to hit on there, Cody. Um, Sorry. I knew, I knew this conversation was going to be amazing. You said something about uh, when you get to a certain point, this realization, and, and Tanya, you said it too, these eyes everywhere looking back at you. And yes. all, immediately I thought of visionary artists like Alex Gray. 1,000%. Exactly. You know Identical. I mean? Yeah, I mean, and 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 I, uh, a guy who's been on this show, Bowen Bromwell, who is a, a young guy and really a visionary artist like that. And a lot of his, he's got these mushroom pyramids with eyes and like tons of, it's, you're, you're nailing it right on the head, uh, describing it right on the head. So uh, back to uh, Bishop Robert Barron, the conversation that I saw, you may, I, I wrote his name down because I'm like, I have to remember that I have to see more of this conversation. You're going to have to text us that name. Yeah, yeah. I want to look Bishop, it up. Bishop Robert Barron. Yeah, yeah, and Lex, the Lex Freeman interview, he was talking about God, and 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 I think it was Moses talking to God, or or some conversation. But like, what is God? And God is to be, to be, right? So, in other words, God is the essence of everything. So, all of this right here, this space that they say is dark matter, and where stuff doesn't exist, that's God in His formless form. Yeah. Right. And and you and me, we're God in a form that has intention to become that form. Yes. You know what I mean? This book has the intention to become this book. And there is yeah. God in this book and it's become this book. I mean, and that's, as we know, it's just vibration. It's just a it's a denser it's, vibration. That's it's all just it is. a thought. It's just it's <laughs> yeah. a thought that you didn't even know this book was here until I picked it up and said it. And I put that thought in your head. And yeah. now now you see it and experience yeah. it the way I do because of the collective consciousness. Yeah. Right. But, um, wow. Oh, right. So no. so so the collective consciousness is essentially, you know, is. God, right? You know, or source, consciousness, God, whatever you want to call it, uh, the universe, you know, the, the, when we say, so there's the collective consciousness, which people also call it the subconsciousness, which mm -hmm. I always think of it like a universal Wi-Fi that essentially we just don't know the password to. But mm -hmm. if you stop it, you know, through meditation, you can either still your mind or through psychedelic medicines, you can override your nervous system. And essentially you can merge with that intelligent, with that intelligence and the process itself can be very painful, but cause it's essentially you're attuning yourself to a vibration that is so high. It can literally make you sick depending on the methodology you use. But I mean, like mm -hmm. we always kind of come back to, yeah, well, you don't want to say, cause you say he, he said he didn't, he, he had uh, resistances around saying God. Oh yeah. Which is very similar. To oh us. yeah. It was similar to us too. We were right. the exact same way. And recently we've tried to, we spoke to, uh, a friend of ours who's a, a shaman down in Costa Rica, and she was talking about how she's like, you have to use the G word. Like, you have to say God. You have to say God. Like, it's so important right now for some particular reason. And so we started being like, okay, like, let's figure out. We need to, like, what are our rubs with it? Where does it right. come from? And obviously, it comes from our, you know, ch trauma from, like, childhood or also probably ancestral trauma of, you sure. know, the religious structures, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but that was a thing. So we completely understand the idea of being like, we, so how, how far have you gotten with that? Because I know for me, I, I I've come to terms with it. I, yeah. I, I just, I just I started using the word God yeah. this yeah. year. This okay. year would okay. not, would not, would not touch it. I, we would talk all the time about like how fascinating it's like the F word, like 
all these negative things, the N word. And then right. it's like, you know, it's like the L word love. Like, like, like these, this is this, the L words, this bastardized thing. I know that's not right. essentially God, but the, I, the point right. is, is right, right. The, the, the trauma around this thing is one of the thing that keeps us connected to this thing. Although I do, we do also feel like creating new words that don't have, trauma on them to allow us to enter the conversation again like yeah. is right, a right, is, right, right. is an interesting function of you know uh, of culture so right. we always wonder what the word is what, what do we use i mean Spirit? the thing the thing is is that i i think that if you're speaking publicly about something like i've done before in my like tiktok videos and stuff where i say i'm gonna call it god for this particular video you can call it source consciousness mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it but from mm -hmm. this particular video i'm gonna call it god Mm -hmm. And so that way it's like, okay, we all understand we're talking about this bigger, higher concept of source or universe, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, whatever mm -hmm. people may call it, but right. then it kind of trickles it in a little bit. Yeah. Instead yep. Of yep. It. yeah. We're always trying to find the, the, non, the balance, the, yeah, the balance. <laughs> yeah, no, that works. And, and it's a, kind of important what you said there too. I think for me, what made it work and, and what helped was I would, anytime the word, even I encountered it or whatever in my head, I would replace it with the word universe or, or something mm -hmm. that made sense in that context. Yeah. But, and I would also through surpass or bypass my ego and the, and the need to like tell whoever it is that's saying it, like, this was what I was thinking about it. Yeah. Like, don't, they don't, doesn't even matter. It's my own issue. Right. So I would just in my head replace the word. And eventually I was like, Oh yeah, it all, it's all the same thing. It all means the same thing. Mm. Um, part of what, I think was the seed of this show and me feeling so comfortable with it and, and saying, Hey, you know what? I've got all of these friends who are psychic mediums, Akashic records, readers, wizards, um, you know, Reiki masters, all of, these different, all of these different, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for modalities, right? Yeah. They all look exactly the same to me. I see them the same. They all like, have the same glow they all have the same vibration they all feel the same to me you know well, what I mean? Zin, Zin, they feel almost like home yeah, yeah. Well, you know he's hitting on something very interesting which is essentially like look we talk about god which is the name it's all semantic it's all semantics mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know there's no there's no religion in the spirit world and certainly you know consciousness or spirit when you when you do interface with it on a direct level it doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter what religion you speak. And a fascinating thing that we find as we hold space for medicine ceremonies is we find that people, when they're getting their initiation, spirit meets them and speaks the language that speaks oh, yeah. to them. Right. So fascinatingly enough. They uh, even show up physically in what makes what, sense to them. Like right. the first time I, they showed up to me like cartoons. Yes, wow. they usually start yeah. with animation. And one of the first, yeah. I remember giving initiation. That's cool. Dude, it is so trippy, especially when they then say, okay, next level. And they Just merge kidding. it out of cartoons. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, oh no. Shit. Wow. So I remember I'm, I'm giving my best, my childhood best friend um, his initiation. He's my literally my babysitter, my oldest friend. And I'm sitting there by the, the couch because he refused to do it outside. And I'm, and I'm watching him transition 30 minutes to 45 minutes, which is usually where it happens. The conversation starts and you realize, oh, this ain't like the movies. This isn't like a hallucination. It's a telepathic contact. And they're showing him Rick and Morty to explain portals, to, to, to explain what's yeah. happening to him. I, I'm looking at him talk to them. Oh, what, Rick, like Rick and Morty? Like what? They're yeah. trying to say it's a portal. Like this is what's happening. So the point is, is like, 
it's all it's all semantic confusion. And Shane the, also had cartoons, right, for his first one. I don't I don't know. Oh, I thought so. I have, okay. I, I haven't I haven't a clue. My 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 and that's it changes over time. We actually wonder a lot because the goalpost keeps moving because we go into ceremony and it keeps taking us deeper into deeper into shit that we couldn't have handled you yeah. know five years ago it's right. like spoon fed it's it, yeah it's like Baby bread crumbing like slowly <laughs> we always wonder we're like wait well, like what, what is, is it, it? really like, like you know <laughs> this is what it looks like right now they were but showing it changes us, yeah they're showing us you know the first it's cartoon then it's, then like it's aliens, aliens and and then now it's gods it's like yeah. hindu like what wow. is, is it frequency so we don't even you know we're we're, we're figuring it out. So now, now we don't really like like to say something is something particular because of mm -hmm. the fact that it it shape shifts over time. Well, as we grow, it grows because it it just it's well it doesn't grow, but it's spoon feeding us, so it, it's giving right, us a little right, bit right, more right. information. It meets you where you are. Yeah. It only pushes you as far as you can go, and right. it doesn't want to like scare you, even though I get pretty scared by it. But it doesn't <laughs> want to freak you out. And the, at the end of the day, it's we're dealing with a force that when in direct contact seems alien it's right, non-corporeal right. it's energetic it's a frequency and vibration mm -hmm. and it's so intelligent and ancient that mm -hmm. it you know sh shook me to my fucking core she is a wizard in the medicine actually women in general are really? dude yes I, everything i do spiritually is to become more like a woman. And I mean that in the sense that they're more open and they're more right. emotionally connected and well, men were a little more mental. Well, you know, the, so wow. the, so I have a friend that's a Freemason. And one time when he was drunk, he told me that uh, the Freemasons, the reason why they wouldn't allow women in there is literally because they believe that women have a portal to the creator because they give, they give life. Yeah. And so men have to do ritual like in sacred geometry, like there are certain ritualistic things in order to have that same connection to God wow. um, and, or open the portal to be able to have like direct connection to it. But mm. I don't, I also don't know if I believe that because I feel like everybody's in what sense, which like, I mean, like, yes, ritual can help. It can help with making a clear connection for anyone, but I don't know if, if I maybe I think women are just maybe more used to it or something. They're used to the vibration, so it might be easier for them to step into. But I don't think I don't know if I believe that like women are somehow like I, yeah. Well, we don't. Want, I mean, yeah. obviously, we're. I don't want to like put some sort of like something out there that like it makes men feel like they're less than. I think no. just emotions you know, our yeah. energy and motion. And it's a sensitivity to this essentially. Well, yeah, it could be a cultural thing, you know, yes. like a, 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 a human thing. You know what I mean? These gender roles may have mm -hmm. actually, you know, made women more, you know, closer to, to where they need to be, you know? Yeah. Right. Society and, screwed and, up, and, screwed and up all of us. I so. may, <laughs> and they talk about not knowing, you know, trying to not knowing exactly, especially because we feel like these ceremonies, like a lot of the information, it's like kind of trickstery. Like mm -hmm. it's like, they just, they want action. And so mm -hmm. they can be, we can get into it. But my, but what I want to say is those, I don't know if, you know, if it's, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, I definitely get my ass kicked around, around the, curse the patriarch as it's called right, me and, right, and right. the oppression of women and essentially that 
you know, I, and I could go off on that. But, but I think, I think that's, I think those are human, human things that have been introduced. You know what I mean? Um, right. Belief, belief systems, you know? Yeah. Um, right. So, so you said some, oh man, it's like, there's so much to unpack <laughs> in every freaking sentence that we talk. It's, it's, uh, it's a lot. I know we're saying a lot. Then you could just like hold up your finger if you want yeah, us to stop. Be like, just. No, no, no. I, I love it. I love it. I think, I think the cool thing is that you guys are so amazing at holding space right for people and it's also something that i'm good at and and i love it and and i know you guys probably love it too because it it gives me back so much you know and so that's why i'm just quiet and listening um and and now trying to remember what those things were that (laughs) 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 um no because because it, we, I mean, we just jumped in. It was like, you know, I said, "Hey, how are you guys doing?" And we just jumped right into the deep end and started talking about God and what, what, what is God? You know, um, I didn't, I didn't expect to do that. I really want to actually, you know, hold some space for what you guys have going on because, and it is all related to to what we're talking about. Um, so, so let me do that. I'm just desperately Wait, trying. Have- Zen, before we go into that, can I yeah, ask yeah. you like your thoughts on God? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I love that you, you did that to Janice, by the way. That was that was awesome. Um it's amazing to watch Janice do what she's doing. She she was she was so introverted and and kind of just I think didn't even say anything to me. I think she just drew inspiration and saw what I got out of what I do here. And, and she's like, you know, I want to do Reiki full time. I'm very introverted. I think if I do a show, it'll put me out of my comfort zone. So her show is all about like jumping outside of her comfort zone and watching her do it. It's almost like, you know, like, I don't know if you guys have ever done skydiving uh, or you do adrenaline junkie things, but like, you know, and not everybody is like this, like on a roller coaster. Some people are just, they've got this smile on their face. They're just so freaking happy because they're just there. That's what I see when I'm watching Janice do it. It's like, Aww. she's so happy to be connecting the way she is. And you guys were great and asked her some great questions and she asked you some great questions. So it's just, it's just awesome to see because it was oh, so, wow. un- so unexpected, um, you know, and, and it's, so uh i want to say evolutionary that's not the right word but i, I i'm watching her evolve yeah, yeah. and also yeah. great job though you again like a space holder you're creating the space and holding the space for her to be able to do that too mm-hmm. and you know now you're allowing her to really come into her full her full self her full expression of herself which is really really cool yeah, yeah. Lift, lifting each other that's up. i mean that's what happens in a good partnership right yeah absolutely you absolutely and and I, I said it before, and I don't want to get into it right now, but I definitely do want to talk about you guys as yeah. a podcasters because man, I, I I feel it already. You haven't even started, and and like I feel how much you have to say and how authentic it is and how important it is. You know what I mean? Um, and you're going to reach a lot of people, and and um, you know I'm hoping to be a part of it. I'm hoping to help you out with it, and and we could, again we can. Talk you already, about you already are. You so already yeah. have been helping us out <laughs> yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, that's 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 awesome. Oh, you know what? Before I forget, let me put up uh, 
so this is actually a good little segue, I guess, which would be uh, acid for squares. That's where we are today. That's- <laughs> yeah, we we can talk a little about acid for squares now, and we can we can get into the woo of it. So I mean, first things first. We you and Jan- this is the first time I think we've like this week. Janice's oh, show, yeah. your show, yeah. like I've yeah. kind of come out together yeah we we did like a something on like instagram or something like that but we have like no followers because we haven't told anybody what we're doing so so and it's and it's definitely it's definitely interesting because and it does kind of all like tie together you know i was talking about the feminine and tanya and you know and we did so we did the awaken underground right tanya Mm -hmm. directed it i hosted it and you know we produced it together produced it together and, uh, you know, it's a psychedelic podcast. It was nominated for in 2023 for an Radio podcast award for best spirituality and religion podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it charted as the number one spirituality podcast in the Which world. Which is so funny because we tried to make it not spiritual we, we or religious everything. on purpose. Yeah. And then we somehow get nominated for the spirituality it was, podcast it award. Was it was the ultimate like, joke. It was. It was like I, I literally said to her, I'm like, we've been, I'm like, I, like killed, bent over backwards, like her editing out all the crazy shit I say. I'm like, cause I'm like, I don't want to hurt the movement by being too weird. I'm like, let's stick to the science. People are ready for weird. But we, you know, we did this show mm-hmm. and interestingly enough, I had to hold a men's circle and I had to hold a men's circle for someone uh, associated with the show mm-hmm. uh, on a high level uh, for around a divorce that he was going through. And uh, I go and hold the space for him and we tap in and I get like pretty, pretty, the messages are pretty clear, which was essentially to have Tanya on the show as a guest and that. uh, And so afterwards we kind of came back and uh, had her come on the show. We did an interview and it actually was like kind of a big healing for us. Uh, it was a lot of me. I kind of was censoring Tanya, Tanya's experience a lot because I, I was not right. I was too ashamed to share our experiences publicly. So I deal with a lot of shame around everything we're talking about. And I had already started doing this cause I created a, a TikTok channel called divine arcana and I started already speaking about things that were far out in nature and consciousness and all this sort of stuff. And so I had already been receiving feedback from people being like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like I've been needing somebody. I thought I was crazy, blah, blah, blah. So Cody just hadn't experienced that yet. So I think I was just more comfortable speaking about that than, than he was at the, at the time. Yeah. I, 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 and that's another thing. She's in like the field of projection of my own ego. And because we're in a partnership, she's getting filtered through my own in- internal self, self hate or shame or whatever I'm doing. She's getting it as well. So mm-hmm. I'm projecting it onto her because I identify with her as my partner. Yeah. So we had this, this, we actually didn't even air the episode uh, when we recorded it. Uh, but after it was done and we finished the show, which was sort of a healing for me of being able to, I believed I had to present this information in a certain way without being too spiritual or telling too much of exactly the work we do when as medicine people, uh, you know, as channels, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. I, you know, had that healing and then her and me kind of came together and it just became very clear. We did a we did a, a, a very powerful medicine ceremony in Belize, just oh, yeah. the two of us, mm-hmm. and um, we did a very specific uh, meditation t- 
together, visualized, same time, same chant. I've never done it. Like man and woman in front of each other doing this very specific thing that we had wow. read in it. It was an Egyptian alchemy like text. We'll send it to you. Yeah, Zen. It's crazy. <laughs> and we, and we, and we did it and we had the clearest religious experience I, I, I'd, I've ever had. Wow. It, was as if, it was as if we had our eyes well, closed. We didn't know. We didn't talk about this in the beginning. We both just had the experience. We got our eyes closed and we were going through it. And then afterwards we're like, let's like just talk about what just happened yeah no I, I literally i mean we were just sitting there silently crying at for a while and then yeah. I, I think i said i i can't believe what just happened like i literally watched like heaven open it was pink and blue and perfect and like feel we had eyes closed and she had the same exact the same thing, thing. Same i literally time, it was pitch black experience. and like hands were kind of like peeking around through the darkness and then it opened up and it was like wow. i don't know how to explain this like cody and i did not believe in heaven so, like yeah, at all. So, and then all of a sudden we had the same exact it, experience. That's so, awesome. So we had a shared experience yeah. and it, it changed the way we started to view things. Obviously we're having a human experience. Yeah. We are not quote unquote God. We are something less than, but we are learning what that means to be. Sure. And, 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 and the lessons seem to be everything's ones and zeros, positive and negative charges, dicks and pussies, masculine <laughs> and feminine. And that, it's when these two opposites come together in harmony, they create life separate. Right. They are not the creator, but when they come together, they create life. They are God. Totally. It's very clear that essentially I had, uh, you know, that we needed to come together as a team. And if we were going to practice what we preach, especially me, I, I could not have this woman essentially propping me up and being this behind the scenes person that we needed to be like upfront side by side and we needed to practice what we preached. So oh, we, yeah. we formed acid for squares, our company, we do everything together and, you know, we try to take, you know, the, the spirit of merging the, the, the polarities and actually bring it to earth and, you know, be side by side team. So, I mean, it's, that's we're cool. trying to, so that's kind of like how we got here. And it's also, it's pretty funny because so Cody and I, when we first met, we were, we're both directors. Like I was the commercial director. He does like, yeah. directors and stuff. Um, both um, really amazing directors. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Love you. Um, and so we, it's funny. Cause I was like, I don't want to date a director. Absolutely not. But then, uh, you know, he didn't want to date a director either. And, but it, <laughs> it happened. So, so it's kind of difficult. It was like this, this ego thing of just trying to figure out how we fit together and how we could work together if we both do the same thing. Right. But we're starting to see, like, as the more we work together, we're seeing the nuances that we bring to it. Just like Janice had mentioned on her show mm -hmm. that um, you're the visual artist and she's the writer, right? Mm -hmm. Like Cody is an incredible writer. If you haven't seen the wake and underground, like you listen to the prologues. I mean, yeah, you yeah. literally are just like, what the hell? It's like a word bath. Yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a bad way as well. Very, a very central massaging word bath. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, and thank you for, yeah. and, for easing that. And so, you know, he's like, he's the writer. He's an incredible writer. And it so doesn't she. mean, it doesn't mean that I don't write. So like she. I've written too, but I do most of like the visuals for like when we go out to pitch stuff or we're, whatever we're doing. And, but also Cody is a visual artist at the same time, but it's just, we're learning where, uh, like how we can work together and that our strengths are in different areas. Like Cody's becoming like super boss man over here. And like, he's like business, business, business. I fucking hate Hollywood. <laughs> Don't even get me started. 
well, but, but he's doing but, a great job. We're going, we're going a little on tangent, but the point the point is 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 that I mean, what we are as Asif for Squares is we're both directors and we both been Hollywood professionals for decades. Tanya has run multiple creative agencies as a lead creative director, uh, you know, and directed a ton of commercials from Star Wars to Timax, tons of shit. You know, I'm a professional director and screenwriter. I'm in the DGA and the WGA, sold movies to, you know, studios and, you know, uh, I go off of my projects. But ultimately, we're coming together to form a production company to make more conscious material. And at the end of the day, we really are where we don't, we don't, we, we really are, we identify with sort of that healer archetype. Uh, you know, we're interested in creating transformational experiences for people. And ultimately, we believe that stories originally were used to essentially evolve consciousness uh, through a contained simulation. And now with the oversaturation of content, people use it more of an as an escapist medium, as opposed, uh, and it's it's now can be something that separates people from themselves, from right, their families, from right, their friends, right. from the earth. So we're interested in taking to, you know, taking the power back sort of and making this intention, making content that is, you know, yeah, absolutely. What you're I, doing. I, I love the mission. I love what you guys are doing. I'm going to bring up the, the website. I'm going to talk about it in just a second. Uh, I'm, I'm writing stuff down so I don't forget it now. Um, you talked about uh, duality in a way, uh, you know, and it just reminded me of, you know, uh, something that Tommy Chong, I had an interview with Tommy Chong on this show that was amazing. And he said it. It's so it's so simple. Positive and negative. You need them both to make electricity, and that's energy and that's source right there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's you need both of those ingredients to have a whole. Uh, that was that was one thing I want to say. And then back to uh, earlier, you were talking about there was a few things that again this whole conversation it just threads itself throughout itself. Right? <laughs> um, and, and you were talking about uh, the way that things present themselves to you, like either on ayahuasca or not spiritually, you know, that they things are presented to you in the way that makes sense to you. Right. Mm -hmm. And 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 you said it got pretty intense. Some of the things that you're seeing, the way it's being presented to you are pretty intense. And to me, all I'm thinking of is, well, it's it's different representations of infinite possibility. Right. Yeah. So, so of course it can get pretty intense and, and the simplest ones are the ones we see, which reminded me of, uh, let me bring it back to this just so we can talk for a second, reminded me of meditation for me, uh, my own experience. And I know it's, it's different for everybody. And I know even for me and probably for you as well, it's different every time, right? There are different things that different types of experiences. Sometimes they're recognizable, like, oh, this is this one. This is that one. This is what's happening. And for me, one of the things I see isn't the eyeballs all over the place. Uh, that is something that I can definitely relate to. And I think I'm like, oh, maybe that's I'm starting to recognize something that maybe I do see. But it's it's this face right here in front of me. Right. Well, it's 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 a face. It's it's the face it's every face. Yeah. It's every face. Sometimes it's shifting. It's it's shifting sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's somebody else oh, specific. Wow. Sometimes it's an animal, uh, you know, different animal faces. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I've, yeah. I've been presented the same thing before. Mm -hmm. And this is, uh, you know, the short version of the story is I would have a lot of, so when it comes to entheogenic medicines, uh, the medicine or spirit will often provoke show sort of the initiation to the other side is death. Mm -hmm. 
So going through an experience of death or what you're afraid of and facing it and surrendering to it and trusting it. And I had a lot of resistance for a long time. And I was very jealous because Tanya was going way deeper than I was. And I was getting scared of what was being presented to me. And I was in a ceremony where I was able to sit through it. Uh, and this is a very common thing. People talk about snakes showing up and eating them or attacking them. And I was able to sit without moving, without breaking the channel and let this vision of this reptile snake coming at me, to, like, growl, like growling at me. And when I didn't respond or responded with love, the, you know, it did that. What it did was it took this reptile's face and it spun it like a clock, all these different faces from aliens to gods, to humans, to animals. And it all met. And then in the middle formed this, this face, this very singular face. And then it, they all fold together and said, we have many faces. We are all the ancient one. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the message is always that, yes, we are all the ancient one. It's so funny that we have this like, Oh, your skin color, your gender, your hair. Oh, you're wearing this. We are exactly We're the same. same. Thing. We're, exactly, <laughs> We're just having different experiences, though. That's why. But but we wouldn't be able to have the experiences if we thought we all were one. Because right. then we wouldn't be like having different experiences. We wouldn't be causing each other pain. We wouldn't be able to do things to help each other grow and have a very specific earth type of experience. Mm -hmm. So that's why we forget that we are in order to remember right. because we have to get through all the, the muck of being kind of shitty beings for a while and then hopefully we evolve enough well i do think it's interesting that essentially right your reality is created by your thoughts and your belief system which is essentially mm -hmm. filtering your reality out right mm -hmm. you know there's a part of your brain that literally chooses what it's going to receive and what it's not going to known as the reticular activation system right it's a confirmation bias mechanism we call it spiritually a free will mechanism essentially mm -hmm. you have to ask before you will receive something same way as uh, you don't you hear you you, you you buy a car a new car you see it everywhere mm -hmm. you hear a word you don't hear you ask what it means next you yeah. hear it all the time you're like now. why am i hearing this what all the, the time fuck? now yeah right. right so the the you know kind of kind of the i guess the point of what i'm trying to get to with talking about the ras and talking about what were you just saying second ago you were saying you, you were speaking geez i'm all over the place <laughs> but you but, no, you were saying tell me what, what were you just saying i don't know well well we're talking about like we're having some word salad right now i i know well, we were talking uh, about buffet. like Oh, whatever. It doesn't even, it doesn't, ah, forget about it. Yeah. No, no, well, what were you saying a second ago, Zen? You were saying, you were talking about the, you see a face when you meditate. And yeah, like, yeah, that's what I started with. Um, <laughs> Take it, Ben. Yeah, Take yeah, it. yeah. Let, let's, well, let, let's, you know what, we're, I, I mean, we're, we're almost in an hour, but we can keep going as long as you guys are good. Um, let's go back to let's go back to the present moment. Let's go back to acid for squares, right? Okay. You guys, you guys have because I've I've always been a fan, Cody, of you and your work, and we've I've actually worked with you and and been uh, uh, fortunate enough to see you in action and and work on a set with you. Um, and then through meeting you, Tanya, I saw your stuff. Um, but acid for squares, you guys are kind of you're starting this company. You have. A project that I do want to talk about specifically, but uh, on your site, um, you you feature Awakened Underground. Obviously, you guys were talking about that and how you produced that together. Um, Fool's Day. I don't think that you were involved in that, um, Tanya. No, I mean, I was that was that was quite a while ago. That was that, way before me. <laughs> yes. Also, something super super brilliant, Cody. That I I 
share with as many people as I can who I know would would appreciate it for what it is. You know, it's just it's such a a brilliant piece of work. I um, share it all the time too. It's amazing. Yeah, and and I'm really Thank happy you. to see that. You're so good. I'm happy to see that it, the original version of it is available on YouTube when you uh, when you go to the the Asset for Squares YouTube page. Um, and then you've got this project here that I want to talk about. Can we talk about this project, or should we not Ooh. talk about this project? I don't. I want. I didn't get a chance to ask you what was what was cool or not to talk about, I, but I mean, I'm I'm super excited about it personally. But I don't even know if we can talk about it. All right, no. then we won't. Then we but, won't. No but what deal. else? I mean, just to not like to hang you out. We to can't dry. say it's awesome. I mean, you just, you just <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, ultimately, what I'll say about it is there's a project called. Genesis and we can't speak too much about it, but it's with the producer and director of the Simpsons and it's an animated show very much like in the vein of a show like Rick and Morty. And I mean, you know what? I mean, like uh, I won't say too much. Don't say too much. much. Okay. All I'll say is we're smuggling the secret teachings of all ages into a cartoon. (laughs) There you go. We are very close to convincing people. You've already said too much. You've already said too much. Which is, which is, by the way, that is the classic. clip that i took from the show when you appeared on the show uh i don't know if you've seen it but i made a short out of it because it's so funny you're just like you ask jesse and me you're like let me ask you a question is this gonna stay on the internet or is this just like a live thing and gonna go away i'm like no it's staying on the internet he's like i've already said too much (laughs) (laughs) i literally after after doing the first interview i had to like i had like a panic attack i had to reach out jesse Jesse, i remember i remember but, but this is, is before he. This is why we're doing Asset for Squares. That's why we're going to do our podcast. Now, is because now he's cool with talking about the weird I don't stuff. Don't care. Nobody told me there would be an award for talking about spirituality on a podcast. Now I have another. You put uh, an award in front of you. Like what an award! I'm going. No, 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 no. I, I and you know what? I feel like that's such a testament to just being who you are and just doing what you believe from the gut mm-hmm. because you weren't looking for any accolades you were just i i have something to say and i really want to say it and and you found a platform this platform right here is so fucking amazing um you know that you and me we oh you know what i totally forgot we could be talking you're sitting in california i'm sitting in new york and i feel like we should be sitting in front of a fire right <laughs> <a little> campfire <laughs> I feel like I, I wish you guys live closer. I know, I know we will uh, get next together. Time, next time we're there, we'll hang out. Yeah, and we will yeah. definitely get together. And you and Janice should come out to California. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. And we appreciate you, you know, man. Like I I you you I think you were this was the first show we ever I mean, we didn't really speak publicly, not on a podcast. We never spoke really, Tanya, right? About mm. about our experiences. I don't it's, think so. Yeah, no, no, no. It was uh, Zen. You just always the first person. Yeah, Zen, the first person get, we uh, talked to about get, this stuff. Get ready. I'm gonna hit you up tomorrow and be like, Zen, you gotta take it down. No, you're not. I said some crazy yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you. You know, you both and both of your stories were so impactful on me. Um, I mean, Shane, your story. Uh, Shane, Cody, your story. <laughs> your your story uh, about you know your first excursion where you were told you were Reiki master and then you were told you were going to die. I mean, that was just, I I love, that was such a great episode, dude. I was really (laughs) upset. 
I had to take it down, but I was so happy I was able to put it back Wait, up. Wait, is it is it still down? I said you could go back no, up. No, no, it's up. It's uh, oh, oh I, it's the up. second you said I could put it back up, I did, and and I cut it up into shorts. Cool. I mean, <laughs> honestly, the feeling is sort of this. I mean, first off, I want to say you know you both inspire me. You know, Janice as well. Hey, buddy, he's you, hungry. You you inspire me, and you know, Tanya. <laughs> Tanya to watch her go so boldly into her spiritual teaching. And it was really interesting. She had a lot of people, a lot of religious people come at her when she started putting things on TikTok. It was, but, but mostly it was positive. Mostly positive. Mostly positive. But the, the, the negative ones get in your head. They're like, you're speaking to demons. And I'm like, I am. And I'm just it's just that it's that, it's that weird thing where it's like to realize you're psychically censoring yourself that like, yeah. You know, you know, just feel feel bad about it. And at this point, I feel like the paradigm has shifted. Like the right. Pentagon has acknowledged aliens, ETs, and you know, it's it's only getting more common, and disclosure is going to continue to happen. And and at the end of the day, like what we ex think are ETs or extra dimensional beings, it's all a spiritual phenomenon, and it's all kind of breadcrumbing us to to essentially. Uh, connection with the greater cosmic community which is actually what we're talking about when we talk about like spiritual practice hallelujah right so and there's <laughs> no coincidence that this is happening simultaneously with the legalization and decriminalization of, of angiogenic medicines those are medicines for direct contact and it was used by the shamans and mystics and witches and oracles we do believe they might be put here by them probably honestly again yeah all all of the the concepts and things you guys talk about like they make so much sense and that's why i'm excited about uh, the project that you were talking about um but or also like uh, uh, or not talking about <laughs> uh, the uh you know your story tanya really fascinated me too and and really is is what's got me kind of like right at that precipice of like maybe i need to sit down with some shaman and 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 do this because uh the idea of a a repressed memory existing um, you know, as almost as it, as a being itself, right? Um, and and having such an impact on who you are in the present, and and being able to address that and like instantly address it, and like oh my god, boom, it's addressed. You know, you I don't know if you remember, you told me the story of um, being led to yourself as a little girl under the piano. Oh yeah, no healing my back from in a, a ceremony. I mean, I literally could not move. Every single day, I would just lay on the floor and cry. I was in so much pain, and one ceremony, literally, met my younger self. Went through a trauma of like going to the bathroom, and then when I finally talked her into it and walked her through the entire situation, I came out of the ceremony and my my back just went. And like right. opened and I right. haven't had any back pain. Since. It's crazy. Like right. in my head, it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it's, right. I went through it and it still doesn't make any sense. He yeah. healed his back in a, in yeah. a ceremony also. Like, right. I think it's a real I, thing. I think, I think Tanya's a crazy, we try not to say that. No, yeah, crazy not crazy. Anymore. Not the C the, word. The amazing thing. <laughs> the wild. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the amazing thing about it is that it was the childhood trauma was from getting hit by a car as a kid. Yeah. Yet the ceremony was a, was a childhood trauma that healed an illness from a non-related thing. And it sort of points to holographic reality, which is yeah. sort of how your internal world influences the actual physical world. Even and, though also where my back was though, is exactly where my intestines are. So it makes sense that yeah, it's like oh, the same spot. It's Amazing. like the same chakra, whatever, whatever it may be. But 
yeah sorry the, the dog is... no no yeah i was gonna say one of you guys should feed the dog but what's <laughs> what's amazing what's amazing is kind of all of the all of the different almost like science fictional concepts that this experience touches on i mean you it's to me i'm hearing a story of someone who literally time traveled Yes. interacted with their younger self changed themselves in the you know in the present moment like that's fucking crazy no, i have not, not that's fucking incredible that's i have not thought about it that way well, i really love that's actually really cool it, to think about time travel because it it is it, like it, it's gotten us to literally say what well like when we pray because now we pray like before meals it's a part of our daily ritual yeah is that we're praying to our future selves and you know, and that when we interface with anything that comes through, it's our future selves. Oh, and, I love that. and it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, but that is really what you're dealing with. Cause I must think about this, like say maybe you're like a child and you saw something in the corner of your room or whatever, mm -hmm. but then you're like 50 years old and you're doing a ceremony and you appear in the room exactly in that spot. Maybe your child self was actually seeing you coming into that moment. Ooh, I just got crazy chills. Ooh, right? awesome. Everything's all yeah. at the same time. Totally interstellar. Everything yeah, I love it. Oh. It's it's love it's it. very it makes no fucking sense. In a logical, but, in but, our but, logical but at the tiny same, mind. at the same time, like it makes all the sense. In the it, world. it makes all the sense. <laughs> and, and, and and that that's and the funny thing is is when you're having that when you're a kid and you see something in the darkness or whatever and you get scared or you turn the light on or open the door or run to your parents' room and it's 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 a fear of ourself. At the end of the day, you know, so much of what we're dealing with is fear of ourself. Fear, fear of our own power. Fear of our own power. Fear of creation. Fear that you know it's nice. Yeah, feed the dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's wild, man. The whole the whole thing is wild. It's and I think we always say the more we know, the more we don't know. Yeah. And and the more and more we realize we don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. And, and, and it's but but at the same time, you know, it's like we're we're along for the ride, right? It's That's what I was just gonna say. The more you realize that, you're just like, I'm along for the ride. It's just a wild ride. It's so, a wild uh, ride. So Tim, Tim is out there. Tim, I don't know if you know Tim. He's he's in Brazil. He, he's a good friend of Jesse's, hey. uh, and uh, and he's he's had some he's had some real traumatic health issues, uh, and he's he's saying would be great if you heal me. I don't know Tim if you've ever uh, thought about anything like ayahuasca or anything, but but uh, Cody and Tanya, uh, what would be your I don't want to, I don't know if advice is right. Yeah. What would be your response to somebody who says, Hey, I've, this happened to me when I was younger and I'm thinking about doing I something. Will, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I want you to kind of like take it. We, I just want to say, yeah. So we, we definitely believe that all trauma is stored in the body, right? So just like the healing of my back, that was a trauma that was stored in my body. Something that may seem insignificant now as I'm older was significant back then enough to create a trauma in my body and create a pain that needed to be unblocked and released. Mm -hmm. This is what happens to people all the time in ceremonies is that they come back to a time or a feeling or a trauma or whatever it may be. And they're able to work through it. And then it might not be as instant as mine was, where it's just like a decompression of my back, but it could be something where over the next couple of months, they're like, wow, I don't have anxiety anymore. Why am I not thinking about that trauma the same way anymore? And they're able to release it because it is for, for ayahuasca, it's dealing with the hardest shit you possibly can, 
but I call it like while being cradled in like a mother's arms because she's grandmother, grandmother ayahuasca. She's a feminine energy to her. So she's, you're being held, but you're also having the shit beat out of you. Right. So, but yeah. And, and, yeah. yeah. I mean, so <laughs> I love you. Damn it. I love you. <laughs> it's like 20 years of therapy I, and like I wanna, one night. I want to get into him. I want to find out. Well, well, there's two things. So we can, can talk you, to Tim. We'll, can you, so can you heal me? So, so first off, no one can heal you. You can only heal yourself. And, mm -hmm. and we actually, we said earlier, like we're healers or we identify with that. Uh, but it's actually something that we've, you know, we hesitate sometimes to say, cause it implies that essentially someone else is providing healing. It's the same way the word God can imply that it's separate from you. A religion can do that when we're talking about returning to a state of wholeness and self-empowerment, right? So, so, you know, and, and look, I did healings for years after I was attuned to my first ceremony, it was my favorite thing. After work, I'd love to smoke a joint and do healings. I never taken a dollar. It was my favorite thing to like share that with someone. Awesome. And I, uh, long story short, I did a plant medicine ceremony and I literally got scolded for it. And the message was that I was made to take a vow to stop doing Reiki. And I was told, this, look, this is very specific for me. So this is right, not right, for right. everyone. Right, you right, know, right. I just, this is where I was told that my, pro that, I was pandering to the illusion that an external force was going to help these people instead of inspiring them to heal themselves mm. and to not put my hands out, but to put my hands together and to be the healed, wow. not the healer. And I actually did take a vow and I'd stop for them, but then and still trying to integrate how much I can do or cannot do. But so also, no, he's not really, even if it's not hands on healing, there's other ways of doing it. Like, again, like you were talking about Zen, like we're all space holders. Right. So and that's we, we hold a very specific vibration that we've learned how to channel. We've learned how to hold that sort of energy, which allows that sort of clear, focused energy right. to be able right. to help somebody. But again, if they're not willing to let go of the thing that made them sick in the first place, they're not going to heal. Right. And that's, so what we'd want to say to Tim is that is like, brother, like at the same time though, like we got you, let's talk about this for a second. So yeah. we work with entheogenic plant medicines and there, I don't know what you're going through, but these medicines are crazy doctors. And if you're having doctors, I mean, literally you could be dealing with MS and if the allopathic Western model had failed you, it's something you could go to. I would say that they're like the big five sort of are ayahuasca, psilocybin mushroom, wachuma, ibogaine, and then I'd say like DMT or Vilka. Uh, DMT is wild if you just do it alone. Right. But there are also synthetics like ketamine, MDMA, and LSD. We do not advise this as much, although a ketamine treatment is something legally that you could get with yeah. a therapist and can have great uh, great healing benefits. Because it allows you to disassociate from your body during ketamine treatment. So you're in a with when you're with a, a, a practitioner or somebody that's helping a therapist you take the ketamine and it allows you to disassociate from your body as they're giving you things to work through. So you're looking at it from a third party perspective, which allows you to heal. Cause a lot of times we, um, we identify with the trauma instead of allowing us to just observe it. So that's why ketamine is really great for that. MDMA wow. is really great for it because it's a heart opener. It just allows you to feel love and acceptance for all that is. But we, we tend to steer people away from synthetics just because there's a it feels like there's a lack of a spirit to it when you do 
um, and theogenic plant medicines, it's it's just a completely different experience. Right. And I mean, and we could go off on, we, we can tell you how and what to do, but I, I mean, the curious thing, like Tim, if you're still like listening, can he, do we know what Tim's been dealing with? Uh, or what the pathology is? Do we, we know what he's going through? Um, you know what? Let me connect you with him because yeah, we it, can connect it's, later. It's, yeah. it's like a lifelong, Tim has, Tim had at one point had, had his stomach removed. Whoa. So, yeah. So, so it's, it's all sorts of crazy health issues and, and different things. Tim, Tim is a warrior. Damn. He is a freaking warrior and a half. And, and he has, he is the nicest guy and, and met a beautiful woman and woman, woman, uh, and <laughs> he just had a baby and oh, it's just, congratulations. you know, so many amazing things. And, and she just actually was, uh, cancer free after a little scare. So all good stuff, you know, things oh and good things, good things. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good things. Uh, he says, Jesse's been wanting to take me for an ayahuasca ceremony. Uh, as well, we and can talk got, about it, Tim. We yeah, can talk yeah, about yeah. it. I'll, I'll hook, hook you up, up with him. him. Yeah, Tim. Tim's great. I'll hook you guys up with him, and yeah. you can learn more about the things he's gone. I have a question for me personally. Hold on, I dropped something here. Um, I know Janice. Janice talks about kind of what you said too. She does Reiki, um, but she also she feels very strongly that you know she's not healing somebody. She is helping them heal themselves, you know, through what she does. And, and actually uh, Janice uh, gets uh, oftentimes uh, medium kind of messages through, through Reiki. Yes. Um, so if, if they're there to be had, she gets yeah. those messages, which is, which is really cool. I feel like those are the real Reiki healers. Like when they're all, they're like, I'm like getting like a message. I'm feeling something like yeah. I, if the best Reiki I've ever received, they have always had that clairvoyance, like mm -hmm. that, that mm -hmm. understanding mm -hmm. of being able to connect with the other side. So I completely understand that. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, go ahead. Zen. No, I was going to say, and, and Janice's hands, uh, physically, like when the first time she did Reiki on me before we dated or even connected in any way, uh, I literally thought that she had like a hot rock or something that she was keeping <laughs> her hands up on and then doing the Reiki. Her hands were so like physically hot, oh, you know, wow. it was, it was yeah. Really, yeah, really, wow. really, really crazy. That's well, so one, cool. One thing I want to share about, about, uh, like Reiki and like what Janice does and also talking about before, like not being the healer and all that. One of the things, and and I think it comes from being a novice. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I think it comes from like being a novice on uh, on my journey, like still learning. And I was so excited about the first off. I was like, "How is this even fucking real? That you can actually like you know heal people? I mean, right. you can. Someone has a headache. I could hold my hand over their head for ten seconds and be gone. You know, it's right. it's magic." And it made me seriously. Uh, so I guess what kind of happened was I got so excited. My ego sort of transferred over to this identity of being the healer mm -hmm. so that I started to believe that I was the one doing the healing, healing and it kind of inflated my ego. Right, and as right, a result, right. I would get sick. I would, it would transfer over to me. My, my family literally had to have like a fucking intervention of me and be like, yo, dude, like Cody, you have to like, you look terrible. Like you need to wow. stop, you know? And, uh, and, it, and I share it because you know, it's important. I think along a spiritual journey, a lot of us go, you can go, you can, people can get an ego around this 
the spiritual identity sure. and it can be, it can be detrimental. Right. So, I mean, you know, but at a certain point in my development, you know, I started to learn thanks to my teachers, yeah. you just, you're a vessel. It's not you. It's well, it, it realigned itself. It kind of needed to realign. It sounded like uh, uh, Janice says it's amazingly real. Yeah. It sounded like, you know, like, like you even specifically said, you're like, this is just for me. You know what I mean? You were, you were kind of almost validating like, Reiki is not invalid. Reiki is a thing, but he's amazing. Yeah. Reiki is amazing. Life changing. It should, it should, everyone should be attuned to learn how to do it. You, we all do it subconsciously. Oh, my head hurts. Oh, I have anxiety. Oh, I just oh, fell and okay? hurt my knee. Oh, oh my stomach my knee. hurts. Yeah. We all do it. We all have it. It's just the conscious awareness of what you're doing and then understanding how to step out of the way and protect yourself. So you can be a clear channel for right. source conscious. It's, it's just, it's just knowing the password to the Wi-Fi of God you were talking totally. about. You know? you know what? It's 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 funny because to you and I, certain things seem so simple, right? But but there are people who are so deeply attached to their own belief systems that you know they just they can't even they don't even receive the words you know that that you're saying. You know. The other thing that's really strange is that I've told Cody this many times. Like I wish. You know, like 10, 15, 20 years ago, I would have like had a recording or written something down that said what I believed, what, you know, how I thought the world worked, all that stuff. Because now I'm like, I always thought this, right? Because you forget, like once you remember, you forget that you didn't know. And so it's kind of hard unless you are like have a very specific story or something that reminds you of where you were before it's hard to see where you came from and I'm I am reminded of it though when I have friends of mine or something like that come to me with uh questions about like concepts or um ideas about spirituality or how to deal trauma and stuff like that and and it just happened the other day Cody and I were helping a friend of ours out and it was it was something I was like oh wow I was like I remember when I didn't quite understand this thing mm-hmm. and it took me like a while of listening to other people or like trying to really understand the concept. And then it just takes some time, but it's, it's just interesting that it, yeah, everyone like kind of like step-by-step. Step. This is, this is what I was trying to explain before when I got pulled off, when I, when I totally lost my thought. And ironically, every time I talk about this, I pretty much lose my thought. Maybe <laughs> that's bullshit, but Okay, so so what she was talking about is essentially it's step by step by step, and the reason for this is is free will. It's it, it all comes down to free will. Right. So we all have our free will. Ask and you shall receive. Essentially, until you ask, you cannot receive it. And so I was talking about the reticular, reticular activation system and how you know essentially you could walk in a, through a crowd, you won't hear any of the conversation, but if you hear your name boom, you hear someone just said your name, right? You right, notice right, right. it. It's a confirmation bias mechanism. Essentially, it's, it, it filters out what you do not want in your reality. That's right. why it's not what's true. It's what's true for you. Mm-hmm. You know, so the mechanism of being, so essentially you're saying, oh, people can't even hear it. They literally cannot they literally hear, can't it. hear it. Right. It's, it's the design of it. And we were just talking about this the other day. It's you a ever, part of the game. You ever be in like a, a real contentious conversation with somebody where, no one's hearing each other and it's like you're having two different conversations yeah, 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 yeah. Time. and it's you're having a shared reality but you're a completely separate reality because you're only perceiving what you're willing to hear that is happening right. so it's a fascinating mechanism but 
you know, people call it a confirmation bias mechanism, the RAS, but really it's a spiritual mechanism around free will. You will, until you ask, you will not be given it. And it's that simple. It's a mechanism of creation. I mean, all of life is, yeah, go ahead. I I think, well, I think there's a, and, and you and I, I think realize this, there is, there is growing up all of these things against that, right. That kind of condition you to even think that right like you know to make you who you are and and i'm gonna hopefully not make you too uncomfortable here cody uh uh, but but you know what you were saying tanya about looking back at yourself and being like oh wow i did i believe i knew these kind of things back then it's also true the opposite right so for me i love to watch old videos of myself because it's like a different person. It's like watching oh, a different yeah. person, right? right? So I was amazed. I had never seen this. But having worked with you, Cody, and being good friends with Jesse, at one point I took a look at, uh, what the hell was it called? That twisted reality show that you did. <laughs> and I was the watching, one thing you can bring up, though, to embarrass me. <laughs> I, was wa- I was watching two different people. Not two. I was watching a whole different family. I mean, that was a whole different family. You know what I mean? And and it was it was still a cool family, but it was like spiritually, maybe not so much. But the he's only let me watch one episode. (laughs) He wouldn't let me. I was like, I was like, can I? You don't want to watch it. You don't want to watch it. We we literally, I was like, we We did a healing. I was like, we need to make a healing of it. Like we're gonna play it, and then like like, if if I I need to stop, you know, then we're gonna stop it. There, there is, (laughs) yeah. I mean, like. But that, it's true. It is a different family. What, it feels what, like that for sure. What's that yeah. great sa- saying? You just met, you, you alluded to it at the top of this. It was like the whole like man or woman goes into the river twice. But oh, then, oh, you can never stand in the same river twice. Right. And it, but it's yeah. not that the river has changed. It's that the person has changed. Right. Right. So exactly. essentially. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, so yeah, I mean, like I feel exactly the way you feel about observing like the past. I'm like, that's not even me. Right. I mean, I mean, and and I don't know. Does everyone feel that way? Does everyone? Does everyone? Uh, yeah, I think. So. I mean, I, and it, it goes both ways. I watch myself, and I see the parts of myself that I'm like, "Ooh, man, I didn't, I didn't know a lot of stuff." But then I watch the like when I'm playing in a band, right? Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea back when I was younger playing in a band that I was actually connecting to Source in those moments, yeah. right? Right. But now that I now that I can understand that, I can watch it and be like, "Look at look at how happy I am. Look at how that's cool." You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then, but then also, I can say, "Oh, look how I treated that person. Look what I just said to that person. You're like that was right. me. Holy crap!" You know. So, so, and and I can imagine. You know, again, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Although Grace, <laughs> Brothers, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Grace, Grace Brothers, brilliant show. And you know what? It was in its own way. Again, it had it had a Snyder energy to it, so it, it could be nothing but amazing. You know, you know that that show was like very. It was a very like. I guess it was scarring. So it was, I mean, I was very scarring. young. So that makes well, sense. Well, we were very young, but it was well, this weird. It almost traumatized all of them. Yeah. The it pretty much experience, did. you know, it, it, it pretty much did, but there was, yeah. there was, it, it was, it was the weird thing of like, you do the show and you, you make friends with all the crew and, and reality's bullshit. Right. So you're sitting there and going, well, these are our plans for the summer in a production meeting. You're going, we have a sweet 16 and we have a baptism and, uh, Oh, you know, D has a march of dimes, bikers for babies. 
oh, Cody has a premiere, right? Oh, this could be an episode. This could be an episode. And we start, you start spitballing. Oh, this would be funny. This would be funny. Like everything's sort of all pre-planned. And then you show up and it's on the schedule. Okay, this is, you guys are going to talk in the kitchen. So it's yeah. this big fucking like kind of, you're like, it's a little, it's real, but it's a little make-believe right, and right. you're kind of in on it. And then it comes out and everyone treats it like it's reality. And right. I remember like walking into my friend's house and here's parents, talking to me so differently it was that feeling as if you'd walked into a room and you were just being spoken about right. and you were like and it was so different and it and it, it i could see people kind of change their perspective on me and i was like right. oh shit like i was inside the joke none of those people are inside the joke they think this is how it like really is and it right 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 kind of, kind of, it traumatized young girls. right nothing real <laughs> about reality tv <laughs> Uh, and then, oh, and then yes. Tim's out there growing up twisted. That was the name of the show. Uh, and uh, and Tim watched every episode. Again, it was it was certainly entertaining. Um, you know, there are there are definitely some um, amazing things about your family that you can see there. You know what I mean? But also, you know, again, knowing you now and knowing. Uh, and again, this is also coming from my perspective, right? For me, something so important to me in the last bunch of years is being aware of how I treat other people, right? How, the, the impact that I make on the world around me, you know what I mean? Um, and, and that's the kind of thing that I'm saying. You look back and you see, you watch yourself and you're like, okay, you know, I definitely learned some things. And okay, I believe some things. Like one of the things I say because I live, still live on Long Island, even though you don't. Long Island's a small place, and I've been here my whole life. And I, I can be very confident that I left a good wake in my past. You right. know what I mean? Like that people who I've encountered, there's nobody out there who's going like, that fucking dick, Mike Zinn, oh my God. <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying there isn't. There probably is one or two of those people who I probably really wouldn't really give their opinion much. I can't know. really imagine... No that at all there's no, no there's no way we, we you're met, just like the coolest dude there's met, no way <laughs> we met like 11 or 12 years ago on a music video shoot and same dude it's just we just talk about weirder shit that's the only thing that's changed <laughs> only thing that's changed is we're just talking about stranger oh, things you guys are just you, getting older and weirder <laughs> that's right older and wiser older and weirder. yeah the way it needs to be <laughs> I, I love that so much um you know what i'm, I'm i don't want i want to be respectful of your time um, it's been amazing. I'm going to have to have you back. Yeah, uh, man. Of course. We're going so to gonna have to do this again. Anything you need, Zen, your family. Um, and then, yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> one, one thing we'd say to like anyone who's watching is, you know, like follow Acid for Squares. We're on social media. It's a young company. Yeah. And We're just starting out. So, but there's going to be good stuff coming. We promise. We have, we have some movies. We have our animated show, Genesis, with the producer of The Simpsons, David Silverman. Docu-series. Docu-series. A couple movies. Medicine. Yeah. And I mean, and honestly. Podcast, yeah. We're going to do events too. We're going to do events. We're going to do, we have the Acid for Squares podcast will come out at the end of this year. I mean, awesome. at the end, end of this month. month. <laughs> end of this month. You at the end of this year. And, awesome. and, and, and I mean, it's going to get weird. It's going to get real weird. But come get weird with us. Yeah, come get weird with I, us. You know what? I'm, so, I'm so excited for you, for you guys and for, the, for whatever it is that comes out of it because it's really, it is conscious content. You know what I mean? And it's really, it's, it's created with the intention of, of raising the vibration. And I think any, anything that's created with that vibration 
you know, it, is it's got to be good on some level. Yeah, just, <laughs> just like your so, shows. And yeah, then. Thank you. Time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, let me put you in the, in the back room for a second. Um, you could uh, kick your dog or feed him or something. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I'll see you in a minute. Don't go away. Thanks, Ed, okay. I want to talk to you, but thanks so much for being here. Thank uh, you for having us. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you again on the show very soon. Thank you, Zed. Okay, you, my man. <laughs> Ah, oh, let me put out this uh, this fire here. Hold on a second. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, that was just the last minute thing. I'm like, oh, I wish I was hanging around a campfire and I did this test and I got this graphic to work. So I'm going to work on that. That's going to be even better. The show's going to improve. I'm going to have cool animated things going on. I don't know, something. Um, the show, my show is going to improve as well uh because you guys have been so great and i love doing this and uh i think it just needs a little more focus and intention um i love you guys for always being here and uh next week let me take a look on my calendar i'm gonna open it up oh i have yogi satya on my program next week uh you guys might have seen him uh, on the fool's journey the other broadcast i do with the tarot cards um but he's an amazing yogi uh mindful spiritual practice person so we're going to talk about the same kind of stuff that we always talk about here um so thank you guys for being here ninja kitty thank you for always encouraging me and telling me how amazing the show is i love that um and tim also i i gotta start sending my checks out and paying you guys for all of this love um anyway i'll see you guys next week thanks for being here peace what is consciousness the live stream of consciousness is on a quest to unravel the mysteries of existence. Every episode, we ask the fundamental question that has captivated human minds for centuries. Is consciousness merely a product of our brains or does it connect us to something greater? Explore the very fabric of our thoughts. Don't miss a moment. Expand your awareness and tap into the boundless potential that resides within you. Welcome to the live stream of 